If you could leave a legacy that never ends, would you pursue it? Welcome to Making God Known. Five minutes to fire up your faith and ignite your passion for missions and evangelism. From Honolulu, Hawaii, here's Billy. Hello and welcome back to the program. This week we're talking about what is the identity of the gospel message. And you know, some people will accuse us of preaching a emotional or a sensational message. And I would submit to you that it can't be avoided. We're talking about a God of power and a God of love. And if those two things are in play, then there's going to be some sensation. There's going to be some emotion involved. And God did not just write a bunch of words on a page and demand that people dogmatically believe them. Okay. His promise is that he will prove that it's true. The Bible tells us in Matthew 16, 20, that God confirms his word with signs and wonders. And so Paul said this in 1 Thessalonians 1, 5. He said, hey, when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you can expect as you share the message of the word of God, that something on the inside, there will be an inner witness of the Holy Spirit that will convict these people that we talk to that this is the truth of the message, that the message is the truth of God. He also told the Romans, he said this, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5. He said that to the Corinthian church. He said, look, I wasn't just trying to manipulate you with nice, fancy words, but my preaching was in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Why? Because he didn't want their faith to be resting on the words of men, but on the power of God, okay? Then he said this in Romans 15, 19. He said, his listeners were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ. And so there is this dynamic, supernatural power that accompanies the preaching of the word of God. Sometimes it's in a very visible way. Maybe there's some uh, miraculous sign that occurs. I've, I've prayed with people before and they've seen confirmation in their life that it wasn't just some bald guy telling them about Jesus, you know, but it was actually God meeting them in that moment. And so there are some times where God will have supernatural occurrences while you're sharing the gospel, but always, always, always we can expect that the Holy Spirit will testify to their spirits, even in a supernatural kind of way, a supernatural conviction that this is truth that this person is telling me about. And they will be convinced, not necessarily by my clever words or my funny little arguments or my great illustrations. They will be convinced by the power of God's spirit. And so when somebody comes along and says, you're preaching an emotional message or a sensational message, Listen, guys, how can this be avoided when we speak of him who quickens the dead and calls the things which are not as though they were? Isn't, isn't that sensational that there's a God who calls things into being as though they, as though they were, even though they weren't when he spoke the world into existence? What about talking about the God who loved us and gave, he loved us with an everlasting love and gave his son to die for us, even while we were still sinners, while we hated him. Isn't that an emotional message? Does not that elicit some emotion out of a person to hear about the love of God that was poured out in Christ? When people get a grip of that, we should expect an emotional response. And it's not a bad thing to have emotion when we're hearing about God's love for us. I think it actually honors him when we're moved with emotion over it. So the gospel isn't merely a message about religious systems of rules and formalities to follow. It's about a God to be known 
and experienced. Are you introducing people to Jesus? Do you know the Lord? Who are you telling about Him? You've been listening to Making God Known, an outreach ministry in Honolulu, Hawaii. For more, visit our website, makinggodknown.net. Your legacy will not be found in wealth or power. It will be in the people you introduce to Jesus Christ.